Hold on now. So we're doing VA stories today, and we have some great stories for you. It'll be 15 minutes of live insanity. Hit it, insanity. Okay, so we had this veteran one time. I can't use his name. No violation. But he would come for his med management. I called his name. (laughs) He had a female with him, in tow with him, and he had her attached to like a leash, but it was one of the big orange industrial strength extension cords. And he had it wrapped around her waist, and he was walking, and she was walking behind him, attached to this cord. How you doing? Hi. It's good. You were talking when there was nobody there. I was talking to her. And she was over, over the wall. And she, the patient sat down to get his medicine, and the, the, the lady that was with him with the extension cord wrapped around her, she sat down in a chair and he proceeded to wrap the extension cord <laughs> around the chair while she was sitting in it so she couldn't get away. I'm like, is she a runaway? What, what happens if you don't like tie her up? This is, this is elder abuse. So I had to get on the phone to call a few people because I don't know what to do. I'm a mandated reporter. I don't want to lose my job because the man got the woman tied up. And I don't even know if her people know she's missing and tied up with this boo. We don't even know if these folks are Mm -mm. connected. Mm -mm. All all I know is she was tied up with the statistic cord, (laughs) even to the chair. How did her face look? Did she seem comfortable? She didn't. She had this flat affect. She was just following blindly behind the dude. I I felt bad for her. I had little tears in my eyes, but I had to call some people and yell, come on over here and tell me what to do because, you know, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the real police. I ain't even calling the VA. I'm going to call LAPD. (laughs) And they're going to have to come and do something about this. This is ridiculous. Let's move on to the individual that was in his wheelchair. Yo, I was working at a convalescent hospital in, <laughs> in, in Silmar, and I had a, a, a patient who was on dialysis three times a week, and I guess he was depressed and wanted to end his life. So, he saved up all the alcohol pads for when they would test his blood sugar, and he proceeded to put them in his lap and set them on fire because the patients could go outside and smoke. So he had light and he set the alcohol pads in his lap on fire wow. in the room. And the room went up in a puff of smoke. And me and the housekeeper, we didn't know what to do. I threw the water from the pitcher on him and the <laughs> housekeeper threw the mop water on him. But by this time, big billows of smoke was coming up. And the roommate, poor thing, in the B-bed, he was bed bound. He, he passed away from smoke inhalation. Oh, no. Yeah, and the, and the, the, the guy who set himself on fire, he died of third-degree burns. And but it was just, you know, too much for me at the time. What the hell is going on in this room? Oh, heavens. Well, my best story yet. I'm going to write a book about it. Well, there's another convalescent hospital. And one of the RNs, back at the time when you were at nurse home, you could, you could pronounce them dead if they, you thought they were dead. And you probably didn't find no vital signs. Well, the patient didn't have any vital signs, or so we all thought. So she called the family and you know, told them the poor lady had passed away. And That was they, her position? Yeah. No, you, the, the, the charge nurse could... Could pronounce that over the doctor. Yeah. Oh, that was so. We didn't have no doctors in the nursing home that back in the day. Really? So she went on and pronounced, and we waited. We called Forest Lodge to come pick up the body. The man came out the room. He said, "Who am I supposed to pick up?" I said, "The dead one." He said, well, "There's no one in that room that's dead." I said, "Oh shit, baby." <laughs> 
what you gonna do? She ain't dead. I said, in the room, she was sitting up and she was still weak, like she was going. She was soon gonna pass up, but she wasn't there. I said, did you call her family and tell them all? She had, yes, I did. I said, now you're gonna have to kill her. <laughs> you're gonna have to go home and kill her because uh, ain't nothing else you can do. You done pronounced her dead. But she died hilarious. later on that ship, but she wasn't dead. The man came out to me and said, Which one am I supposed to get? He was serious, too. I oh said, my God! The, the dead one, Dorcas was not dead, and Bart had announced the dead cause of death. I said, "That's why I wait. I let him be dead about two hours before I notify anybody. They DNR, let him be DNR, and then that bed, a couple hours." We're back with a little bit more of interesting stories, nurse stories from Cynia. We'll call this series Nurse Series Cynia's Nurse Stories. She's oh, on. I worked at this nursing home and uh, which one was I going to tell you about the uh, told you the one about the yeah, Dr. Man that set himself on fire. Oh yeah. The, uh, Dr. Johnson. Love Dr. Johnson. Worked at the nursing home. Dr. Johnson had about five patients. They was all in their late 80s. Dr. Johnson was in his late 80s. I think that was his first patient, so he just kept them. He had only five patients that he was had Gladys was one of his patients. And Dr. Johnson, you can set your clock by him. He go in the room with the patient, stay five minutes, come out, write the same note, <laughs> patient stable, order some x-rays and labs for the month, and then you go, I'll be back next month, I'll see him. Well, I'm out at the desk. I got Dr. John. I got Gladys's chart. I'm ready for Dr. Johnson to just sign. I already wrote the order. Just, just come out and sign it and make your little progress note. Dr. Johnson didn't come out the room. He didn't come out the room. 15 minutes later, I said, What is Dr. Johnson doing up in that room? I went to the room. Gladys is chilling in the bed. Dr. Johnson's gonna die. He on the floor. <laughs> he laying on the floor. He dead. I can look at him and tell him he's dead. I said, well, Gladys, why didn't you say something? Dr. Johnson is laying on the floor dead. She said, is he dead, baby? I thought he was tired. We're going to take a little rest. I said, so you thought he just came here to lay down on the floor and take a little rest? I thought he was tired. We're going to take a little rest. Dr. Johnson was dead. I didn't know what kind of code it was when the doctor come in and died. So I'm calling all around the administrator, people, what I'm supposed to do, Dr. Johnson is over here in the room, Gladys, he's dead. They all said, are you sure he's dead? I know dead, what I'm saying, dead. <laughs> so I called his office, and Dr. Johnson had to be in his 80s, and I think his sister was his receptionist, and she about said the same thing Gladys said. I said, Rosemary, this senior over here at, uh, you know, dying the wind, and Dr. Johnson was here making his rounds, and uh, uh, he done passed away. She said, is he dead? I said, yeah, pretty much. She said, well, just call 911. They're carrying somewhere. I said, oh, my God. She said, call 911. And they're carrying somewhere. I don't know what to do about this. I'm trying to find out if they have some kind of code status. So she family, she although She said, call 911. They're carrying somewhere. That Dr. Johnson. He was a good people, but he would never even die. Gladys. I thought it was time. Gladys. She was a mess. She was still sitting there chilling, watching prices rise. And Dr. Johnson was on the floor dead. Samuel was my Gladys. That's what you got for us today, Senior? That was hilarious. You want to hear the one about the bow and arrow death? What? The bow and arrow. Go for it. 
Um, I had this working at the nursing home. Nursing home did a lot of stories. That's why I like the nursing home. That's what you say. I had a man, his son would come and visit him every day, bring his guitar in a big guitar case and strum and sing to his father. Well, apparently they had a suicide pact or something. His father had terminal cancer. It was okay. He was going to die. But when he said, I start suffering, I don't want to suffer too much. So the son bought the guitar case in. Ain't nobody thought nothing because they always come 3 to 11 and play the guitar. So he came in with the guitar case. I ain't know it. I went to pass tonight. The sun left at, you know, 8, 8.30. He all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. I went in the room to get a man at 9 o'clock medicine. There was an arrow sticking out of his chest. Just sticking out. He did. Arrow just in. I ain't never seen a real arrow up close to personal. Never ever want to see another one. But the man was gone dead because he had this arrow sticking out of his chest and a little blood, and he was dead. And, uh, so I, I'm in there screaming. I don't know what else to do but holler. And everybody kept running. What is wrong with you? I said, look, dude, I do this. I want y'all to know right now, I ain't had nothing to do with this. I'm innocent. I, I got his pills right here. And, and I came in, and, and there was this arrow. Come to find out the son had signed the pack with his daddy. Son went up in the end of his crest somewhere and shot himself in the head, but... Good you could have killed the daddy any other, hundreds of other ways, smothering him with the pillow, you know, just, just strangling, poisoning, something. But what about this arrow sticking out of his chest? <laughs> have you ever seen an arrow up close and personal? Yes. I, I, the I only have, ones I ever saw was the little one with the rubber tip on it. You get to the kid and you wet it and, no, and it's sticking. I don't, I don't ever that's crazy. Yeah, I have some crazy we're going to end our stories for the day. I mean, I know you guys were not expecting that one, but the nurse Cynthia stories will be coming back. And we'll have her back on next week to give us some some stories. This woman's been a nurse for over 36 years. 36 years so she's seen it. She's, she's lived it. She's explained it. She's experienced it. And she's going to put it in a book. Her memoirs. When she finally retires at the end of this year. January. Yeah, we're going to get all these stories before Cynthia goes. Well, you guys have a beautiful one. Take care. Goodbye.